Welcome to the Pastor's Table. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about junk food, spiritual junk food, and how searching and seeking after prophecies can often be like eating and filling ourselves with junk food, when really God just wants to speak to us all the time through His Word and by His Spirit. And that's the good stuff, the healthy stuff. So enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the Pastor's Table. It's 2023. Hallelujah. Amen. We have been talking about prophecy and how to live with Holy Spirit guiding our life, how He is the light, that Jesus is a light. He lives in us. We were speaking about 2 Peter chapter 1. We were in verse 19 and we started to talk about the great light mm -hmm. that lives within us. That when we say Jesus is the lamp uh, that, uh, well, it doesn't say Jesus is the lamp in Psalm 119, but we know he is the lamp. Because yeah. he's the word. Because he's the, the word, word and he is the, the light, light and yeah. he is the life. Yeah. Yeah. All of those good of things. Those Amen. And that we don't walk as children of the night anymore. No. We walk yeah. as children no. of the day. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's, right. That's right. We can know what's coming. We can mm -hmm. trust God to warn us and to guide us. Amen. Often when we think and we're that God's going to lead us, that we're in this time especially, many people are very nervous. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they think anytime God shows up, he's like, uh-oh, oh, is this the trumpet call? Are we going now? Mm -hmm. Some of my relatives aren't saved yet. We can trust that we have leading by the Holy Ghost. We're believing he is with us, that he's showing us what to do. And if we trust that, then we trust his timing as well. Yes. We can yeah. trust if we're living in the light that we're also living in God's right timing. That's right. Mm -hmm. As long as we keep saying yes when he says, go this way, go down this road. This is a road to Texas. We've talked about Texas and, and oh, Houston. Did you say Houston? Dallas. 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 There we go. <laughs> I said, he said Dallas, I thought Texas. You know, <laughs> when I was growing up, they had that Texas. weird show called Dallas and that was all strange with the big ladies with the big hair, but I have big mm -hmm. hair today, so it's okay. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> We talked about, yes, you know what, it's good to have fun with yeah. Jesus, isn't it? <laughs> he says, uh, and the, I think that this is really important was the next verse. Knowing this first, no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Yeah. When Pastor Jason was talking about discerning of spirits, this will help you tremendously. A, he said light. Mm -hmm. If it's dark, it isn't Jesus. That's right. Mm -hmm. Can't be. But here's private interpretation. This is not, prophecy is not done in the corner. Mm. It's not done without accountability. It's not done where somebody can't say, you know, let's hold that up against the Word of God. That's right. There's a place where it lines up with His Word. Now, in some circumstances where you say, oh, he doesn't, you can't find out where to, who to marry and all that. Let me share with you this one experience. Uh, I got born again very young, four years old. And the Lord began to speak to me very young, and I knew things. And, and occasionally, and we talked about how it encourages people and whatnot. And one day I was in grade two and I lived across the street from the school. So it was like, I didn't have far to go home, but I really felt that I should walk this girl to her house. And she lived about four or five blocks from school. So I walked home with her that day. And just before we got to her house, I, I said to my little friend, I said, I walked with you today because I wanted to tell you something. I wanted to tell you that Jesus loves you and the problems that are going on in your house are not your fault. Your mommy and daddy have been arguing, but they don't hate you. It's not about you. You haven't done what's wrong. 
they're just having trouble sorting things out. And she began to cry. She's just a little girl. I mean, I was just a little girl. And, and she said, and so I hugged her and she felt better. And her parents ended up having a divorce. I had no idea. She had never said a word, not one word at school, but God spoke to me even when I was young. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of what I knew was going, you know, and I didn't know all the things that God would do. I didn't know where he'd take me. I didn't know when he would take me. But as long as I followed and stayed on the right road, I did well. Mm -hmm. There were times in my life I was going to New York. <laughs> that did not go well. In 1974, I had met uh, who is my husband today, and the Lord told me that that was my husband. And so then I began on the road to New York. Mm -hmm. I began to try and work that out myself. <laughs> it did not go well. It and never so, does. No. <laughs> and, and so that was 1974. And I tried to make it happen, although he wanted to date me, so that wasn't so hard. But he was not saved. And that opened the door to a lot of situations that were not good. And, and I, was, I, I had seen all kinds of things, and I, and I lost friends over it because they're like, he's not saved, you shouldn't be with him. And uh, my pastors at the church tried to warn me. And it wasn't so much him because my husband's always had very high moral standard, even when he wasn't saved. But it was the people who were around him that did not have high moral standards. Mm. And so because we hung out with the group, that wasn't good. And so eventually I, I had decided I'd gone off to obey the Lord. I was trying to get back on my trip to Dallas. <laughs> and, and so in that, I, I went to serve in a, in a missionary group and got myself back on track and praise the Lord for that. And as I was there, I realized that, that um, you know, so I separated from, from dating him and whatnot. And my mom came to me and she said, my mom and dad, and they'd been praying, she says, we really believe he's your husband. I said, well, he's not born again yet. I said, well, that was fine. My mother took it on her, and she began to pray because we really believe that that's, the, that's who God has chosen for you, and how can this be, Lord? It doesn't line up with your word. Hmm. So she thought, well, if that's the way, then he must be going to get born again. And hmm. she began to send him letters. She evangelized my husband in a way that I, you know, I mean, he, he did get born again, and God met him at the side of the road. Literally, he, he, God spoke to him driving on the Malahat. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and that's a highway on Vancouver Island. And he got out of his vehicle and knelt on the side of the road and accepted Jesus as his Savior. Praise the Lord. Amen. And, oh, and you know, and then later on, he, we, uh, my brothers put us together. He we, we went out and we had a whole big group. And my brother believed he was the right one as well. He said, so we went out to a movie together. And, he, and there was all kinds of people there. I think there was about a dozen of us or so. And he arranged it so that Barry sat beside me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, I kept trying to not sit beside him because we weren't dating now and da, da, da. And on the way home, they were all going to go and have pizza or something. He said, could I take you somewhere yourself and have dinner? I want to talk to you. And that night he asked me, you know, if, he, if we could be reunited and he got born again, et cetera, et cetera. And later on in 1981, we got married. Hmm. I got back on the road to Houston. Hmm. But I tried to make the word of the Lord come to pass myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't good. <laughs> but I'm glad I got back to Houston. Amen. Mm -hmm. Or Dallas. <laughs> you know, I, I'm blessed. God had a plan. He knew what was right. Mm -hmm. And so as we moving forward into 2023, I know that was a long testimony. But I want you to be confident in this. 
You see, the scripture wasn't a private interpretation. That prophecy was not private. There were other people who were in agreement. And even though some of the, you see, you don't make it come to pass. God had a timing for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I needed the encouragement of others. And when I got settled that it was right, then God started to change all the, all the things to line it up so that on that day that we got married, everybody said, we knew this was right. Mm-hmm. We knew it was right. I can look back now at 41 years of marriage, I can tell you it was right, Mm -hmm. was right. So I wanna tell you, importantly, it'll witness, it'll be a witness to others what God speaks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. You know, that next verse here in 21 says, for no prophecy ever originated because some man willed it. Oh, yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. But men spoke from God who were born along by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, moved and impelled by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that really helps us kind of draw a line in the sand there. It's not because you want it to be that way. It didn't originate with you. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we need to understand when we approach prophecy, is that it doesn't originate with people. Mm-hmm. And if we take our own, I want a prophecy, I want this and I want that, we're taking our own will into something that only God wills. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a warning in that because there are people that will run around chasing mm-hmm. for things because yeah. they want this prophecy for my life. Yeah. And um, they'll take their own will into situations mm-hmm. and try to make it come to pass. Mm-hmm. And that, we get into a lot of trouble when we do things like that. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a place where we can trust the Lord that what that he is speaking to us mm-hmm. that if he speaks to us through prophecy that he'll be the one to bring it to pass amen. oh amen because yes. it has amen. to be him mm-hmm. amen. it has to be because amen. he willed it and not mm-hmm. because we did yeah. mm-hmm. and there's a there's a really good if you're looking at it and say I just want this and I and your will is the big driving factor in that mm-hmm. that's a warning yes should, that should be a red flag to anybody and say mm-hmm. i really seem to be driven towards this and want this yeah. so bad yeah mm-hmm. there, there must be a reason why and it's probably not god mm-hmm. yeah so that should be a big warning flag is when yeah. i need a prophecy i need the mm-hmm. and when like you're a, driving towards that yeah. that's a big red flag yeah. because it doesn't come from there yeah that's, mm-hmm. right. that's right it's like you're a prophecy junkie Mm-hmm. And you yeah. just are like going for the next fix, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, you go and it's never enough. What, oh. the, the, each word is never enough. That's right. Because and so, cause you're seeking the word and you're not seeking. You're seeking not even this word. You're seeking a word from a prophet or, and you're just not seeking him. And really, you can tell, you said it doesn't satisfy. It doesn't. So what we were talking about is that God's word does satisfy. Yes, That's it right. does. So if you're hearing things and it makes you feel great in the moment, but it doesn't actually, <coughs> I'm going to use a food analogy. <laughs> you know, I really like, and I know you can bear witness with this, <laughs> potato chips. Oh, yeah. oh bless the Lord. <laughs> yeah. right? If you can't relate. Then, you know. <laughs> and so, I mean, I can sit and eat a bag of potato chips and not even feel guilty. Yep. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, well, it's, I'd like that part. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that it does something to you physiologically. Yeah. It fills you for a moment, but it doesn't satisfy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It doesn't satisfy. And if you live off of that kind of food, you'll find that, mm-hmm. that you're constantly mm-hmm. craving more, and it doesn't satisfy. Mm-hmm. And one day I discovered, uh, you can, lots of other foods, I'm sure, but almonds for me was 
I'm going to try some almonds. So I ate just a, a tiny little bit of almonds, and it totally sati like satisfied the the hunger. Mm. And I was I just ate a small portion of a very little bit of almonds, mm -hmm. but I but that my hunger was gone, mm -hmm. and it satisfied. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was good. It was healthy, and it satisfied. Yeah. Yes. And so you can tell, like what you're saying, if you're running around after prophecy, it might be spiritual junk food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That you're running after mm -hmm. yeah. because it makes you feel good in the moment, mm -hmm. but it does not satisfy. Yeah, mm -hmm. it has no longevity. It has in it. no longevity in it. Yeah. But the word of the Lord that's inspired by Him, that comes from Him, it will satisfy every time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we've trained ourselves to be addicted to spiritual junk food, it might be an adjustment for some mm -hmm. yeah. to cut that out of their lives mm -hmm. and get back into the Word of God and take time to sp spend time with Him to hear that good, good stuff, His good Word that satisfies. Mm -hmm. I think that's double-edged too. You mm -hmm. don't want to just be a you don't want to be a consumer in that way, mm -hmm. but you also don't be a salesman for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be the guy out there going, I'm making my life out of, you know, oh, I've got to give somebody. And, and we said private interpretation. Why does someone have to take you away from the flock to give you a word? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. danger. Yeah. Private, not done in the corner. This word that, that all over the place was never preached in the corner. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you don't want to be that person that feels special because they gave someone a word or takes them over. That is like danger battle like mm -hmm. put up the you know ambulance sign this is the you know let the let the siren rain if somebody pulling you aside now here's the thing I, and we we as pastors stand together for you for this mm -hmm. you're allowed to say no mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's right even in awkward situations somebody says i've got a word for you and you're like oh um really and you didn't have a witness for it you didn't feel it blah, 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 blah. you know grab a pastor Mm-hmm. And make that that word bring it up for accountability's sake. Yep. No, I no private interpretation. No taking yeah. you away from the flock. Why they got to cut you out of the flock, friends? We love you. This is not mm -hmm. good and healthy. Yeah. And so we're we're yes, there is a warning there, and I get mm -hmm. kind of because I've seen hurt. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Or and and also like reaching out like after the service, mm -hmm. texting you later, you know, wanting to get together. Mm -hmm and talk to you, you know, because they're helping you, or you're talking, you want, oh, I want to go, and we need to cultivate a relationship and, 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 and talk about God's Word. There's, there's uh, conversations that edify and build us up. There's conversations that don't do that, because mm -hmm. they can turn into a gossip session, uh, talking about the wrong things. Mm -hmm. We want to mm -hmm. be so careful about who, mm -hmm. we're, yeah. who we're talking with, yeah. even mm -hmm. verbally, on the phone, and even through social media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a thought came when you were talking, Pastor Jason, um, you talked about, you know, people wanting a prophecy. So my thought is that, that if you're hearing yourself saying, you know, I need a prophecy right now, or I, or, I want a prophecy, you know, I'm just, I want, it, it, it's a simple change. Mm -hmm. The change is, I need God. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I want God. And you, when you need and want God, He's found right here Absolutely. in all of these Definitely. words here. This is Him, right? In, in John 1, it says that, that Jesus was the Word made flesh. In verse 14, 
this is the word. This is, this is Jesus. All of this is Jesus. If you, if you, even in the Old Testament, you ask the Lord to reveal Jesus to you in the Old Testament, in every single book of the Old Testament, you can see the mm -hmm. prophecies and, and the, 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 the telling of Jesus coming, and, and it encourages and, and just every little part of this. This is God. This is where you can, your relationship begins with God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and that's just to continue along what you're talking about, Pastor Neil. If you, you have that, I need a prophecy. I, I really just want to hear God speaking to me. It's easier to go and seek out a prophetic word from somebody yeah. than it is to actually get alone with God yourself yeah. and hear Him talking to you. Yeah. It's the flesh that takes the easy road. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The flesh takes Absolutely. the easy right. road. Mm -hmm. So if it's easier to go and find, that should be a big warning sign to you. Well, I'll just go get someone to pray for me and maybe they'll give me a word. And if that's because it's easier to do that than it is to get alone for 30 minutes or one hour with the Lord and pray and read the Bible and looking to hear from Him, if it's easier to go out and try to get a word from somebody, that tells you that's your flesh leading you that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not you being led by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge difference between the two. Mm -hmm. So it's a simple matter, like you said, turning around. When you recognize that, you may very well need to hear from the Lord, mm -hmm. but you have access to Him yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. So get alone with your Bible. Get alone in prayer with Him and talk to Him and trust that He will speak to you. Exercise some faith. And you had made a comment. A lot of people are seeking prophecy because it's easier than it is to live by faith. Because mm -hmm. faith, there's a risk in faith. Absolutely. There's a work in faith, a risk in the sense of I've got to trust somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by risk. Mm -hmm. And so in the same way, I mean, living by faith is what we are commanded to do, mm -hmm. not living by prophecy. Mm -hmm. Right? We're commanded to live by faith. And so it takes faith to get in with the Lord and shut everything else out and, and take time out of your day to, to, to read your Bible and to pray and hear from Him. Taking faith that He will speak to you, that He will lead you. Mm -hmm. That's where you grow. That's where you find victory. You don't necessarily find that. You won't find it if you're seeking prophecy, yeah. if you're taking the easy road. Mm -hmm. You won't find it there. That's those, those are the snacks. That's the junk food. Mm -hmm. It will never satisfy you. Make me, maybe make you feel good in a moment for a moment, but it will never lead you along spiritual growth and development. It will never satisfy, and you're going to be seeking another prophecy later on until you have a whole book full of prophecies that you're waiting to come to pass in your life. Mm -hmm. That's a big warning and indicator that you're not actually seeking the Lord mm -hmm. and not actually seeking Him through His Word or hearing His voice. But if you do then you'll find that those words suddenly mean a whole lot more to you, mm -hmm. if they were even from Him to begin with. Mm -hmm. But it's this that we live on. Yes. It's, it's this where we find the, the strength to live every day. His Word and His Spirit speaking to us, making His Word a living thing. Mm -hmm. It's not found out, found out there just wandering off and looking for something you know, to satisfy in the moment. This is where we find it, yeah. in His Word. Yeah. It's, it sounds so simple and almost too easy in the sense of like, oh, but you know, I, when I had to put the bag of chips down and pick up the almonds, that's kind of, that was my first impression too, like, oh, almonds. 
<laughs> Why? Because I had grown I accustomed like to potato chips. Yeah. That's oh, ah, oh. Yeah. right. I grown accustomed to potato chips. Yeah. I liked potato chips. <laughs> the addiction mm. was real. The addiction mm. was real. So don't become like Pastor Adam saying a prophecy junkie. <laughs> oh, the prophecy. What are they going to say this year? How about what the Lord is saying to you every day yeah. in His Word? Mm-hmm. How about His Spirit leading and directing your life and mm-hmm. obeying Him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it might seem like almonds to you at first. Oh, almonds. But once you start, once you start, you'll realize this is good for me. Mm-hmm. And, and this actually makes a difference and satisfies. This actually is what I was really looking for the whole time mm-hmm. was right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. Amen. You can do it. It takes a little sacrifice, and I think that's the part we didn't like. Mm-hmm. But the sacrifice is really just time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, the, that's the element of sacrifice. I'm going to give what you consider to be my time. Mm-hmm. Take the my out. Mm-hmm. I'm spending time with my great Savior. Was a much better take on that. Amen. 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 God bless you.